Are you ready to take action to attain the lifestyle of your dreams? It's a great way to make a lot of money fast, fast, fast. Hey, what's going on, Clever Investors? Welcome back to the Clever Investor Show. We are on the road, baby. We are here in hot Miami. And uh, today I got a very special guest, somebody that's actually moved the needle in my personal business. I would say top three out of everybody I've ever met. You've moved the needle more than just about everybody else. That's pretty because profound. Because we got top three. The great Jason Stone, aka Mr. Millionaire Mentor on Instagram. With uh, how many millions of followers do you have on IG now? 10.5 on Millionaire Mentor. Jeez. I met you in 2013 when you had 189,000 followers. And I remember, I thought that was a staggering It was a lot back. Number. Hitting the 100K mark? Oh, was a it, lot. Was, it was massive. And I, and I was watching what you were doing, and I realized you had hacked the system. <laughs> you had figured out a way to actually hack IG. And one of my things as a marketer was always studying greatness and studying like, all right, what, the what, yeah, the hack, like this plat, every platform has a hack. And so today I'm really excited to kind of just peel back this, this curtain on how to really dominate on social media. You are a social media expert. Uh, you're also run some physical businesses, mm -hmm. you know, when I, Right. You, you have Treadstone. Treadstone Performance Engineering. Yeah. Yep. So you you modify cars and make them, what, Bastard. super fast? That's yeah. it. it make was them like, loud and fast. It was fast. like a hobby of mine that turned into a business passion turned business. So it was, it was a good thing. Yeah. Well, I you still, still have it to this day. Yeah, it's crazy. You're still, you know, most small business owners never make it past a few years. And it's been forever now yeah. since I've known you. You've had that going. So that's cool. And then, um, you know, you've, you parlayed your success um, through Instagram and social media and a bunch of other companies. I want to kind of peel back the curtain and yep. talk about how you were able to, to do some of that stuff. The whole point of this show, Jason, but first off, thank you for being here. Thanks for having the me. The whole point of the show, making an embarrassing amount of money, <laughs> multiplying the money and uh, making it really matter, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about towards okay. the end on maybe how you think about giving back and purpose and legacy and all that stuff. Um, you're a family man. You got, got two kids? 11-year-old, Jaden. Uh, Brielle just turned seven as well. Wow. And you're sexy as all get out, dude. You're <laughs> tan, you're sexy. I don't even like you, really. I, I'm kind of pissed <laughs> off right now sitting next to you. Well, you know, you're making me wider break, just so, sitting next uh, you to you. I know, just with the kids for the last week. So we were out in the sun. The That's water all you park. do. Do you even actually work anymore? That's <laughs> the, what the world really wants to know is how do you get to a point where you just lay on the beach and get uh, tan all man. day and, and still make billions of dollars? You set up systems, passive income, and set the businesses up where you can step away from it. Let it ride, baby. High, high profit margins. <laughs> Let's go. go. All right. So, dude, look, when I first met you, and 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 this is why I'm excited for this podcast, because Building a personal brand is so vitally important yeah. for people in 2023. It's our business card. IG is like our freaking business it's card. It's the new resume. It's the new resume. Whether you're dating, whether you're trying to get a job, whether yep. you're trying to build your business and get business partners or generate leads, if you're not crushing it on social and building a personal brand, you're missing out on all, you know, yeah. all of it pretty much. So when you first got into IG and I was studying you guys, I realized that um, first off, you were pumping out a ton of content. You guys were like content machines. And then two, you guys built like a syndicate, like a network. It, yeah, we kind of started off as like- How did it all begin? 
we we were the first of any motivational entrepreneur accounts on Instagram. It was like Agent Steven, Motivation Mafia, Entrepreneur, or was it Inc. or something? And it was like a dozen accounts that we all had this Telegram group, or it was actually Kick back then. You remember Kick? Oh yeah, yeah. I still have it on my phone. I don't <laughs> still know why. Kick. Yeah, I got to delete. Nobody that uses that app anymore. Anyways, we all were in this group, and we were the only accounts posting this type of content. There were a couple other quote accounts. I think there's only one account right now. It's called the Good Quote. And they're the, one, the ones that are bigger than us. They've been, but they pump out content every 30 minutes to an hour. It's insane how much quote. And it's just a white photo with a black quote. They're like 20 some million already. Uh, and so, so we, all, we got together and we just shared each other's content. It's kind of like how we grew. You know, every day would be someone else's turn to get a shout out from all the other accounts. And we kind of share followers and everybody would post each other. We all kind of collaborate. Who came up with this idea? The underground network of Instagram. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it was. It was like a good old boys club yeah. of IG entrepreneur accounts. Yeah. And if you got into this underground world of how accounts are really grown, you're in. You're in there. And that's what everybody wants to figure out how. It's like once you get into this underground world of Instagram, like, you know, sky's the limit. You can have anybody helping you promote your account and you can do it for very, very cheap. And all these guys charge an arm and a leg to help people grow now oh like everybody everybody wants to grow everybody wants more followers right so there's a lot of money in followers so especially helping people grow like, like yeah yourself. yeah that's how we got to really get to know each other because like yeah. for me i'm watching you guys do this i don't i at the time i think i had like maybe like 500 ig followers and um i was putting out content but i wasn't strategic about it it, I was just like barfing out content. You, you didn't know, know which way to go. <laughs> I didn't know really. Just what wanted to, to post something. You know, and, and I was watching your account and a bunch of the other ones that were in this little mafia of yours. And I was realizing that you guys were taking content that was uh, like considered valuable by IG viewers and spinning it. You were almost, you, be, you guys were like... Uh, uh, aggregators of content. You would you would take something that was kind of going viral, make it into your own quote or post or spin it just a little bit and then repost it. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I realized that was step one is like I had to get my page going by creating content consistently. Yeah. And you can't put out content like back then, like you didn't have enough of your own content to grow, right? So you needed some sort of filler content. I don't think anybody there. was really creating no, there were unique even, there were, content. There were no videos back then. It was yeah. just pictures. Yeah. I remember when video came out, we probably were the first person to ever put a video on Instagram, <laughs> like a motivational style video. It was crazy. And then, and then how, for me, I was consistently putting out content. Then I started reaching out to you and I'm like just bugging you, pestering you. And I realized there, this syndication group that you have made money by selling shouts, made mm. money by helping people grow their Instagram yeah. account. So you guys were all like broing out, supporting each other, but then charging yeah. everybody that was outside. So I get a client and then I pass that same client to the other group and the, the other group would share their clients. It's like we all work together sharing the clients. Dude, it was a brilliant business model. Yeah. Cause you guys were all making money because suckers like me came in <laughs> and I was like, here's all my money. Dude. I remember I remember the story. I I start when when I first started charging for shout outs, I think I got charged 20 bucks. I'm like, wow, $20. Because I had no idea what I was doing. This is before we started this group. 
And someone asked me to, to pay them to shout them out. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to pay me? Like, I was just posting the post to grow followers to start maybe my own business. Because I knew if I had eyeballs, if I had attention, I could point that attention to wherever I wanted. If I wanted to start this business, I have 100,000 people that I can now let them know about my new business. And then when someone asked me to shout them out, I'm like, wow, this is a whole new business model. Like ball balloon off my head. Bing. Yep. And... Fast forward a little bit, you know, I'm charging maybe 50 bucks. I, I created this cool little price list, had all the different types of shout outs on it. Cody asked me how much, you know, what I sent him the price list. He's like, I want the entire price list, 10 of everything. I want it all. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was, I remember I was standing in my office in the, the second story of my house in Cutler Bay, looking out the window and just like, Oh my gosh, this is like 10 grand he's about to spend with me. I've, like the easiest money I've ever made in my life. Yeah. It's crazy. So I was your first super big client. Big client, yeah. You were the first one. I like being the big, the first big <laughs> sucker that gives you all my money to blow up. But look, I saw what you saw and I didn't have the end with the good old boys club. I wasn't putting in hours and hours creating content, yeah. building relationships like you you did. And so I, I respected it. I was like, look, I, I kind of looked at it like, Growing a personal brand was no different than any other form of advertising. I spend money on Facebook. I spend money on on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Let's spend money on building my account yeah. organically. And now here's the thing. I want everybody to really pay attention that is listening to this podcast because we are an investing type podcast, but like I make an insane amount of money bringing, by, by growing my Instagram, by growing my social media, by doing this podcast, and getting these eyeballs, building these relationships so I can pull people off of social into my businesses, into my world. Maybe we're going to end up doing a real estate deal someday. Maybe we're going to end up, you're going to be a private lender for me someday. Maybe you're going to be uh, one of my students and you're going to learn from me someday. So there is a monetization component on the backside. I understood it. And I'm like, man, I got to spend money. This IG thing isn't going anywhere. I got to grow my account we're talking, you send me this price list. I'm like, dude, this is right up my alley. I'm going to pay for speed. I want I want all of it consistently. And I think I probably spent a couple hundred grand with you probably. over the years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was good. <laughs> There's a thing that people don't understand about when you're paying for Instagram shout outs. A lot of people pay for Facebook ads. That gets you leads. That's all. Get you leads. It gets you business. It gets you money. But with Instagram, it gets you people to want to know, like, and trust you could through your content because a lot of people aren't going to pay you just because you're running Facebook ads. They don't know you. They don't know who you are. They want to get to know you. You need to show them content, like seven different forms, seven different ways. And it maybe take a month for someone before they buy from you. So that Facebook ad that you just paid for might be a dead lead. They, they, they watch your video, they click away. But if you had an Instagram account, if you can run Facebook ads and you run Instagram ads to grow your Instagram, it's like twofold. You're getting people to follow you, slowly know, like, and trust you, and eventually buy from you. And you're getting the clout of having a lot of followers. So it's like, I, I tell people, if you're running Facebook ads, you have to put some, allocate some money to Instagram shout outs mm. and grow your personal brand. Because with Facebook ads, you're not growing your personal brand. And that, that was what I was getting at is as I was spending money, <clears throat> we were doing it the right way. There's other ways to grow your account that are completely the wrong way with dead followers and fake followers yeah. and bots and all, all this stuff. And even I even struggled with the giveaways 
because think, it was like, yeah. hey, you're really not wanting to follow my page. You really mm -hmm. don't want to consume my content. Maybe I'll win you over, but it's a it's a bigger hurdle for me. Yeah. What I loved about what we were doing is it forced me to create content, my content, that I then give to you to post on your page. Exactly. And at the time, if you have three, I think by the time I really started spending a lot of money with you, you're probably a couple hundred thousand followers. And Instagram used to show it to all your followers Every, oh back God, then. The good old days. Oh man, Jeez. dude, we, the engagement was crazy. And so I would send you money. I would send you my content and you would say, okay, Cody, I'm going to post you from this time to this time. And it was like an ad. And that shout out, as soon as it posted, I would see my follower accounts are going ding, 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 ding. The messages start coming in. And I was getting Likes. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new followers every single day. Sometimes yeah. I'd get 2,000 followers in a day. And I was like, wow, yeah. that's so many opportunities for a guy like me that knows how to build a relationship with those followers and pull them off of IG and into exactly. my, my life. And if you look at my IG growth, and I think this is important for people to know, I... I spent probably to grow to a million followers. I think I spent maybe 500k, 400k over time. To get the quality followers, yeah, you're going to you're going to pay 50 cents for a quality follower. You, like you mentioned the giveaways. Like we we dabbled, we tested it. I ran some giveaways to, you know, I, I entered in all these stupid giveaways. And the only thing it did was kill my engagement. Yes, kill it. Because a lot of people don't know this, but when you're entering these giveaways, 90% of the followers, they don't come from the influencer or the celebrity that's actually doing the giveaway. Kim Kardashian is this giveaway. You think they're going to grow your account 50,000 followers? No, it doesn't happen. It, it will never happen. It can't happen. It's impossible. So they have to fill these followers. And this is mm. this is the, the secret that nobody knows about. And all these giveaway people are probably going to be like, oh, Jason, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's but, but look, people need to know. 90% of the 70, 80, 90% come from these filler bots or these sub giveaways that are promising an arm and leg and never deliver, or they're coming from a panel, most likely coming from a panel where it's the people never even hit the follow button. That's the problem. You don't even know. What does that mean? I've never even heard of this. Come on, hit, okay. me, with, hit me with the juicy stuff, so, Jay. So have you ever signed up to an app and given your password away? Any app, follow for uh, unfollow. Yeah, maybe. You sign up for maybe later.com. That's a big one. They don't share your data. But there's tons of apps that people sign up for that can share your data. Once you give mm -hmm. them the password, it, would, it creates a token for your account. And this token and this data can be shared. And you might be agreeing to per permissions and terms that you don't know of when you give that password away. And now they have access to your account and they can make you follow anybody. You ever follow somebody? You're like, how did I follow yeah, this person? Yeah, how did I follow this person? Yeah, all the time. God, it came from an app. So that's the number one rule is never give your password to third-party apps. I think I did this one time very early on, probably in 2013, 2014, for some follow unfollow app or mm -hmm. something yeah. or, or something like Even that. Even if you change a password, they still have access. It's Got crazy. It. It's crazy. So that's what a panel is. It's it's, just, it's what they call an SMS panel, and they could put likes on your account. They could put views. They could put comments, fake botted comments, and they could put a bunch of followers that never even hit the follow button. So that's what kills your engagement. For everybody out there that's ever done a celeb giveaway, I'm sure you have saw your engagement go down. Yeah, I, I did it much later on. I was already over a million followers, but yeah. I was like, <clears throat> yeah, let me try one of these. As soon as the fake bots started hitting my account, I called the guy who sold me that mm -hmm. I was 
fucking livid. <laughs> I was like, what is this bullshit? Get me out of this yeah. giveaway now. And I'm telling you, ever since then, my account's never been so the same. So here's what happens. Like Instagram shows a picture to 5% of your audience. And it's going to show it to the, the most engaged part of your audience first. All right, if that gets traction, it shows it to the next 5%. All right, then that next 5%, if they're not as engaged, all right, maybe it's going up. They're engaged. If it keeps showing it to your followers and their bots or they've never engaged with you, then your content's just going to drop, fall flat on its face. Because every single one of your followers needs to somehow engage with you in order to see your photo and like it, to keep climbing that ladder of engagement to go viral. And that's the key to going viral is having no bots on your account, no followers that have never engaged with you. So that's the problem with these giveaways is they're putting uh, followers on your account that never hit the follow button. And they're yeah. and then and then half of them are there for the wrong reasons. They're there to win something. And then those followers that maybe hit the follow button to win something, they're gonna 60, 70% of them are gonna leave when they once they start seeing your content. I don't wanna follow this guy. I'm six years old, I'm 10 years old, 13 years old, or a guy from India, or a guy from Yugoslavia doesn't even speak your language, or Russian followers. They're going to unfollow. So I don't recommend giveaways to anybody anymore, ever. Yeah, good. Killed my engagement, my personal. Yeah, so I had, I did three things that were, after blowing my account up, it was crushing. There for so long, I was murdering it. I was making about maybe three to $4 million a year off of IG. Damn. Well, I'm a pro at pulling people off of IG. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, look, Instagram gave us tools, right? First, they came out with the wall posts and they allowed videos and then they allowed a bio link and then they created stories and lives and all this stuff. So I just maximized all those pieces to pull, you know, to build a relationship with people that were watching me and pull them into my world. And this is why if you are interested in this kind of a business model where it's like you grow your social following and then you pull them off. You got to learn basic direct response marketing. I had to learn what a lead magnet is. Actually, Cody here taught talk, me about my first uh, well, internet marketing lead magnet. Because you were blowing it up, but you were just monetizing selling shouts. And I was yeah. like, Jason, you're missing the email component. Exactly, you're missing yeah. the, the how to actually build a, a market to them component. And uh, see, I should charge you, dude. What the fuck? You charged me all this money. Where's my dough? I made you $3 million. Oh, yeah, you did. Shit. All right, cool. You're, you're, you're cool again. Um, it, but it's like, you need to learn what a lead magnet is. You need to learn what a squeeze page is. You need to learn basic copywriting skills. And on the back end of that, you need to learn how to build an email list and build a relationship with that email Bro, list. I think I grew my, after what I learned from Cody, I think I grew my email list to like 600,000 in the beginning days of Instagram where there was before the algorithm where I could just push people to everybody see my photo, click the link in bio and like 30, 40,000 people would like a post, a video, come off Instagram, click my link, go into a lead magnet. It would come, like I built that list Maybe in like a year. Yeah, it was cool to watch you do it. It was and insane. I knew you could. I knew. I mean, your page was the hottest kind of motivational entrepreneur page in the game. So, and then he went into affiliate marketing from that list and made millions. Dude, where's <laughs> so, my cut? So thank you, bro. bro. Where's Thanks. my cut? Uh, but look, <laughs> the story we, you guys don't know about. <laughs> and I'm glad we're talking about this because look, once I understood, I'm going to create a, and it's now easier than ever with ChatGPT. P oh yeah, GPT, love that tool. GTPPP, Chat GPT, whatever it is. Um, 
I wrote a book on how to flip houses with little to no money down. Yep. I created a simple squeeze page that just said free book, had my picture on it. You could still see it at fliphousesbook.com if you want an yep. example I of it. I still see you post it every now and yeah, then. Every once in a while, I throw it up there. But I started giving away that ebook. That ebook was connected. My funnel was real simple. It was build, spend money on shouts. Every day I would go to you, I would go to everybody you connected me with. And I realized that very early on, there was like 200 theme pages, yeah, video themes, funny themes, food pages, viral scary movie memes. pages, viral yeah. pages, quote pages, um, you name it. Every niche had a page and these pages were all ran by like, besides you, they were all ran by young kids. And these young kids were in high school. And they're making sitting, millions and they have, yeah, making more than all their teachers in their entire school combined because they had a page with 2 million followers or a million followers and they would charge a hundred bucks, 120 bucks, 150 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever it was. I'd get there in their bio this would be mosquito their mosquito just keeps flying around. He likes you. Bro. He likes you. Um, it, the, uh, Jason's being attacked by a little tiny gnat right now. Bro, it's right on now, now I'm just thinking it's just like sitting on my shoulder. Uh, see, he smells success. You must smell too successful. That's the problem. So these pages would be ran by these kids and in their bio was their kick. And I would reach out to them on kick and say, yo, yep. how much for a shout? They'd give me their little price list. I negotiate. Yeah, then always. I would, I would send them my content. They would, I'd PayPal them the money and I would tell them post at 9 a.m. And post it all day long. Yeah. Quick, and I bought- A little tip is uh, 12 p.m. Eastern is the best time to post around the world. Oh, all right. That's a juicy tip. Yeah. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. That's when we post our most viral content. Okay. So lunchtime Eastern. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good to know. I guess I could just go back into the- the data in, in IG and see where the peak times see, are. Yeah. Peak time at 12 to 1, yeah. Um, okay, so I would pay for these shouts and then I would pay like 10 pages for shouts. All my shouts would hit. I'd see my followers start spiking and coming in. I would make sure that my next content was fucking great because I wanted them to stick, right? Because they're being told, hey, you know, go over and check out my friend's account. They would come to my page. I'd post a bunch of good content. They would stick. And then once or twice a day, I would say, hey guys, here's free ebook call to action. Right? It would be a post, maybe click the link in my bio or it'd be swipe up, you know, whatever was going on back up. then. Yeah. And they would come off to download this free ebook. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then it would say congrats your e it would say congratulations, your ebook will be in your email inbox in the next 10 to 15 minutes. In the meantime, you earned this very important language. You earned a free training class on how to flip how so it the book was how to flip houses with little to no money down. You earned a free webinar training class with Cody. So you tease him with the book, but you put him into a video first. I put him into a, a webinar wow. that was a free webinar. lasted about an hour that taught you the so, basics so of flipping no, houses with like, little to no money down. Do download the ebook, read it first. And in the ebook were links to the webinar. You just flip the well, script I, on them. Forget the ebook. You're watching this first because well, that converts better, right? Yeah. Th well, think about this. Some people are visual learners. Yeah. Some people want to read and some people did both. But a lot of people, when they when that psychology of, oh, I earned a free training class, 
Um, and I had Barbara Corcoran at the beginning of the oh, training right. class. So there was a celebrity component. There was the the training class. And on that training class, I had like a, whatever, a, a $297 home study course, like a video course that I would sell. Every day I was selling thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of home study courses. So I All would spend two grand on shout outs. I'd make six grand from the webinar that was connected to it. It was all happening instantaneously. I gave out about 95,000 eBooks and was making about 3 million a year. Yeah, it was amazing. Do you still have this funnel in place now? Yeah, it doesn't but work the as well because look, with, with any offer, it fatigues yeah. over time and I'm not paying for shout outs right now. If I was still paying for shout outs, I think it would, some form of that funnel would, would, yeah. would do really the well. Internet marketing has changed a little since then. People don't have hours to sit around and watch webinars and all that stuff. A lot of a lot of people yeah. want to go fast. Back in the day, like everybody was buying courses online. It's so much harder to sell courses now. It's different. It's definitely different. But if they are trusting you and they devour your content. Yeah. And that's why you need followers for them to get to know and like and trust so, you. So what's working right now on IG? Like, you know, buy, you know, like if I wanted to scale. It's much harder to scale now than it used to be. You said a stat earlier probably cost about 50 cents for a really good quality yeah. follower. If I came to you right now, I'm listening to this. I'm like, dude, I'm reaching out to Jason Stone right now. Like I get the light bulb went off. I get the model. What would you recommend that they do in today's environment? Same thing we've always done is shout outs. I mean, actually, we just kind of like plug my new website. Yeah, uh, hit it. No, we, come on, man. We can give you a Cody Sperber discount. Mention Cody. Anyways, we've never done outbound marketing. Everything has come to us. DMs, email, Telegram. We finally just launched ProfileAgency.com where we're offering our services at a more professional level, at a higher level, and we're actually doing outbound marketing. Um, so you can just go to the website, ProfileAgency.com, check out the, sh the, the prices for shoutouts, and then there's also campaign growth. Well, now we're guaranteeing the amount of followers that you gain from these shout outs because a lot of people will come to us, they'll give us some content and they'll grow maybe a hundred followers. They paid $1,600 for a shout out on our page and they grew 50 to hundred followers. And they're like, I want my money back. Well, we've never had anybody say I want my money back, but they're just not, they're, they're not, not repeat customers. Yeah, yeah, they're not happy. So, so now we've developed a strategy to where we're guaranteeing the amount of growth, but we're using our viral content. We're growing pages with um, viral content that we know that works, that goes viral, that we get people to read the caption and see the caption. And then they hit the follow button on whatever accounts we list in the caption. So this is a, a really good way to grow. And it's around five, $600 per thousand followers. Great. And, and I think that's wonderful because now I know what I'm buying. I'm going to get and, and here's the thing with buying followers. You can go to some funny page or something like that and buy followers, maybe cheaper. The problem is they're not in your audience per se. With you, your audience members are very monetizable. They're very, they're in the niche of they're being an eager entrepreneur. They're to be motivated. They want to make money. money. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, another thing is like when you have ad spend, we, we want you to allocate some Facebook ad spend to Instagram. Grow your personal brand. We've already covered that. So instead of just posting on my account, mine's account, one of the biggest in the niche, there's another thing that we do is we do campaigns where we're, there's hundreds of thousands of motivational entrepreneur accounts now. And there's a lot of new ones that are popping up. Some of the old ones are dead. They're low engaged. 
The key is finding the highest engaged motivation entrepreneur account to post on. There's a lot of new ones popping up and we go out there. We're actually actively searching for the next viral, the ones that hit the Explorer page. We're on the Explorer page. All right, what account is hitting the Explorer page to give new followers, to get new followers and grow and they're growing the quickest. So we're organizing campaigns. So if you say, I got 10 grand I want to spend, well, maybe we won't allocate 10 grand all to millionaire mentor and we'll get a lot of smaller accounts, 100,000 to 500,000 follower page accounts that are like three to 10% engagement on posts. My account right now is less than 1%. But it's massive. It's massive. It'll get you a bang for the buck. But the best bang for the buck is hitting multiple accounts, smaller engaged. So mm. that's that's one of the tactics that we use as well. Yeah, well, the pages that I'm <clears throat> seeing really do well are like at wealth, where it's almost like they've taken the uh, well, world they've turned star. In, they've turned into the world. They're, they're just a news. News, yeah. yeah but it, it's like, it's, it's not even entrepreneurial motivation anymore. It's, it's not. It's just but, viral news. But it works. And the page is engaging as it, like that, like the, every post gets hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of oh, I would, real. I would, I would say that they're not all real. They're not. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. When I, know, I see I know. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know too much, dude. Give me the, uh, give me the scoop. Like, <laughs> okay, they post once a, once or twice a day, and only do one ad a day. We're posting twelve times a day. Half of them are ads. So it's a different strategy that he's using. So one post, we he gets a lot of likes and engagement on one post because it's the only post he's posting a day and he knows it's viral and you know maybe not all of them are real likes and comments but it, yes it's a very engaged page and uh it's fucking that bro so it likes you <laughs> yeah i'm not, trying to get some shouts bro yeah why you, why you, why you, why you why you swatting away <laughs> a, a potential customer nat <laughs> uh so you know i can't stand the bots right now it drives me freaking crazy every time i post if i use a hashtag the the come check out my sexy pics bots comes out the crypto bots come out the forex bots come yeah. out it is unbelievably maddening yeah we're targeted our accounts are targeted so there's a way to advertise now with the mass commenting and these accounts target our account and put mass comments on to try to follow something about crypto or forex this Samantha just made me $10,000. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a way to stop that? No. Yeah. It's just, impossible. You know, here's the three mistakes I made that hurt my account the most. Because my engagement was silly. For being a, sh a page, because I grew it with real shout outs, with real followers, I up until the point where I made the one mistake, which is doing the stupid giveaway. And I only did one giveaway. And after one, one and I hated it. And I was so pissed that I did it. Um, any other giveaway, like if I did a giveaway with you, it was because it was, I knew you were going to post. Yeah. Like it was. We I, did We did a, a millionaire mentor giveaway and it was hard to grow these accounts. Yeah. Because we didn't use any filler. We're, we, we posted 20, 30 I times. I watched you. And I'm all good with it. I'm growth. all good with, hey, dude, like we tried it. It didn't work as great. Yeah, we don't do it no more. Yeah. But I watched you put in the work. I watched you post real posts and really yeah. try to drive real followers. Um, so the giveaway, bad idea. The, the other thing that I did that killed my account is I stopped posting for six months. Mm. Dead. Damn. Dead. And then after six months, I posted once a day for like another four or five months. I just got burnt out. And um, there was a point where I was going live four, five, six times a day. Why? Because I was making so much money. 
I was killing it. You know, like Jeez. when you're live and you're, I'm at the gym, I just got done working out. I'm live. Yeah. I'm talking smack. I'm, I'm pulling people into my, my gotcha. funnels. I'm making all this crazy money. My team loved it. We were pumping out, you know, students and all kinds of stuff. One day I was just obsessed with it. And my daughter was crying because I told her to be quiet like she kept trying to get my attention and I was like live and I finally like leaned over and I was like, honey, be quiet. I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm, I'm doing something. She started crying and she goes, dad, you like your phone more than you like me and ran out of the room. Oh my gosh. Life. I said, guys, I got to go click. Didn't go back on for six months. Damn. It was like an instantaneous knife to the fucking heart. I was Jeez. like, what am I doing? But like all crazy obsessive entrepreneurs, yeah. it was working. I did it. That period, a lot changed on IG. For six, eight, nine months, I was barely using it. And this is in 2018. 2018, yeah. So That's before that change, the algorithm? It might, might have been 2019, around but it was right time. around 2018, 2019. And I remember trying to get it going again, and it just wasn't the same. The engaged, like they, once the accounts slowly stop seeing yours and start engaging with others it's hard yeah, to get it to, to re-look back, yeah. back at yours so that was the second mistake i ever made the third mistake i ever made is i went fucking hard on covid i went hard on the mass i went hard on covid i went hard, hard on the insanity so of it all out? oh i was talking all kinds of shit because i look i'm an i'm a oh, capitalist you mean like posting content. yeah yeah i was talking shit i was like this is freaking insane oh, Instagram shut down like shut, blocked you oh and, you should see even right now it says i'm I'm prohibited from advertising. I'm prohibited from reach. Oh like if gosh. you saw the back of my IG, I bet you I have two out of three strikes. And I, cause they, they did yeah. shut my account down for a few minutes. And I had to reach out to my Facebook rep and be like, what the fuck, dude? I'm spending millions of dollars a year with you guys. And, and you're going to shut down my account because I talk shit about <laughs> masks that don't even fucking work. Right. Or I, I'm, I'm calling out the insanity on what's happening politically. And uh, that was it. And uh, those three things. So where are you at now with your account? You know, I don't know. You'd have to do an audit of my account, bro. Like, you're I, still posting? Like, I post, yeah, I post a lot more now than I ever have. Um, but I've systematized it in a way where it's not, I'm not having to do as much of the heavy lifting in the work. I don't go live maybe but once a month. Yeah, me too. Maybe. Yeah. You probably should. I probably should more. I was going to say, your page is pretty <laughs> lit, dude. You should definitely go live a lot more. Yeah. Um, I'm not really promoting as hard as I was. Yeah. I don't do any more affiliate marketing either. Yeah. You're too rich. For it's time, shit, time to build, you know, build your own businesses. I learned what I learned through other businesses because I promoted just about every offer under the sun. In fact, I was the first person on Instagram to promote an affiliate offer in our niche. I don't think there's anything going on back then. So I made a lot of money doing that, but it that definitely fizzled out because everybody's doing it now and everybody's got their own stuff going on, their own courses, softwares, and it's crazy. What What's the biggest benefit from being the one of the largest pages on IG? Like meeting cool people, making tons of money. Like how much money in total do you think you made from IG? Oh, um, 12 or 20 least i don't know that's a big gap dude which one is it <laughs> over i said over 20 20 over million. 20 i thought you said 12 or 20 no over 20 damn um 
twenty dollars. See, that's a, that's great. That's a big income. <laughs> twenty thousand. No. Twenty billion. <sighs> billion. Um, what was the question? What's like the biggest benefit? You put oh, in all this work. I think, yeah, I think the biggest benefit is just getting besides in, twenty million. Getting into places I normally wouldn't get into because, like, who am I? But I have this cool account. People respect you for it. So I'm like, I get invited to these cool networking events, cool business meetups, these masterminds that normally would cost me a lot of money to get in. People just invite me in the door free. All I got to do is maybe, hey, what's up? I'm over here. Cody's mastermind, Dean's mastermind, you know, yeah. just getting in cool masterminds. Just a little shout out, yeah, a little, the little networking content. Is, I think is the best part about it. Okay. Getting to meet cool people. Would you ever sell your account? I don't think so. Is there a dollar amount? If I, if I wanted to buy your account right now, hmm. what, what do you think? Make me an offer. Oh, what would that be? You're at what? 10 million? 10 million. Damn. 1%. Got to pump those numbers up, Jay. You want to? You want a big number? You got to pump. You got to get back up to two, three percent. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shit. I don't know. What like, would What would, EBITDA, uh, what would a multiple be? What What do you bring in per year? Three Three million. Two no, Three million. Two. two million. A couple million bucks a year. What would you multiply that by? Five. Ten. I mean, the the only thing that's scary about something like that is if IG ever shut down your page. That would really fucking suck. Have you ever been like warned or crossed any? Yeah, IG we lines? got some strikes. Yeah, yeah. For what? Just content prohibited content. Like, like they got pissed because you posted somebody else's. Yeah, I mean, I could look through my phone. It shows the video that was prohibited. I yeah. can't remember what it was. Maybe it was weird. It was almost like, why? Why is this prohibited? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I think you could probably get like maybe 8 million bucks. Yeah. To eight to 10. Yeah. That'd be a big, that'd be a, I mean, to grow an IG page and sell it for $10 million. That'd be crazy. But would I do it? That's the question. I don't think you would. Not now. Yeah, no. I mean, it just, it's just going to keep growing. It grows 5,000 followers a day. Like clockwork organically. All right. So let's say I don't have money for shouts. Give me some advice. Is it just put out an insane amount of valuable content? So if you don't have money to grow, you have to, you could either try to get into these little underground network, which, which is hard as a, as a personal brand trying to grow. You're not going to do that. So the only really thing you can do is put out quality content. And make what, what's popping right now? Is it still reels? No, it's carousel posts. We're back to carousel. Yeah. It's five to 10 slides of content that people have to swipe through to read. So no longer are long form captions where people are reading. People aren't reading captions no more. They're reading the caption oh, in the picture. Shit. So you got a long caption. Put it in Convert your... that into 10 pictures. Do you have any apps or anything that you would recommend? I got some. I got some of you. I use Video Leap to create cool videos. Uh, we don't use apps to create content anymore. It's all Photoshop. So yeah, but we're talking to cheap motherfuckers that okay, don't have shit. Okay, Fonto is the first yep. app I've ever used. Yep, love yeah. Fonto. P H O N T O. That's uh, and then they have a sister app that's Vont, which is their video version of Fonto. Yeah, I like Video Leap the best though. What is it? Video Leap. Video Leap. Yeah. All right. You can create. Okay. Tons of cool videos with that. I also would recommend checking out InShot. I N S H O T do collages and all kinds of stuff with InShot. And you got to have repost, some reposter app. 
where you can swipe content from other people's pages? Yeah, there's a there's an app you can download if you want to download any buddy's content. This is a kind of a secret app. Now, can you download? Here's what I've been trying to figure out. Can you download a private page's content? If you, if you have the link to it, yeah, because like, can like in, on, if you can go on your computer, can you see it a private page? You can't no, see their content. No, no, no. Though. So like right now, like let's say I'm following you and your page is private, but I can see it because I'm a follower. Mm -hmm. Like you've accepted me. Yeah. If I grab the link to your post and oh, yeah. I pull it into like Repost Plus or Reposter, it set it shows a warning message uh, saying that no, this, well, this, this content's this not available. Called Snap Insta. Um, Snap and so you could download people anybody's stories or anybody's feed post. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. All right, so we got we got some some post swiping apps that we recommended. You recommended uh, Fonto. I I threw out Vaunt and InShot. I think so. The reason why you download somebody's content is to repurpose it and kind of if you know what we but here's that one of the one of the secrets that we used to use to grow is if you know a post has gone viral already, why not post it again? because it's gonna help you grow. So also, if you see other pages posting viral content, you can grab one of their highest performing posts. And we used to have a computer program to do this, to, to, to analyze accounts and pick the, we call this the unicorn posts. This is something, um, Founder, Founder Magazine. Yeah. He was in our group way back then. Yeah. And this is something he uses. We always use this term unicorn. You can find the unicorn posts of everybody's account and take their top post and just use that on your account, you're going to explode. You could take yeah. a brand new account, post unicorn posts only, and your account will explode on the Explorer page and grow thousands of followers a day. So, so scroll through Mill Mentor. But the and, average person has to scroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scrolling through Mill Mentor. This one's got 10,000 likes. This one's got 11,000 likes. This one's got 38,000 likes. There you go. That's the one I'm swiping. That's the one you got. And I'm just going to scroll through just all the accounts that just, I just love. Just take it, steal it. To steal it. <laughs> what, what, what am I going to do? What are these accounts going to do? You know, back in it's the day, like, we were worried about like taking somebody out and we'd all try to give them credit and yeah. stuff like that. Now, I don't see anybody really doing no that, that unless it's like a famous artist or something. Yeah. He, he's no one. There's really nothing you can do. You you're, do. you're giving away some game right now. <laughs> all right. So, we, so we're going to, we're the, the way you're. So many of our listeners reach out and they ask us how they can get involved in my actual real estate deals. Our investment firm specializes in finding deeply discounted properties, acquiring them, renovating, stabilizing both single family and multifamily properties all over the United States. That's why we're so excited to share with you clevercapitalfund.com. Now, if you have some investment capital and you want to deploy it and receive double digit returns back by real estate, then visit our website and see which fund is right for you. We have both equity funds and we have debt funds where you just get paid out every month like clockwork. All you got to do is visit www.clevercapitalfund.com today to learn more. Getting 5,000 new followers a day is because you guys are posting so much content that other people are sharing it. Yeah. Okay. It's Are you still doing shouts or any of that stuff? Like, are you buying followers and advertising? Mm, no. 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 You don't need to anymore? No. How come you don't give me any free shouts? I do. The world wants. I need. We're going to give you one for this podcast. All right, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. We got to do a little story right yeah, now, maybe. Yeah, we need, we need some. We need some more. <laughs> this net would stop bothering me. I'm trying, to pull, I'm, trying, I'm trying to pull some more people off of IG <laughs> and in my world. Um. All right. So look, I I love this because you're you know the way I always tell people 
build the IG muscle by post, like first off, get rid of your shitty IG handle and all your pictures of your cat and your food and your food yeah. and all the dumb shit. Clean your page up. And if you have a lame ass page with a bunch of fake followers and stuff, like burn it. Just start over. Start over. Yeah. It's yeah, better to start over. Yeah, because I see a lot of people make this mistake because IG actually penalizes you if you unfollow a lot of people in a single day. Well, there's there's limits. Yeah, they have some there's limits. limits. Set up. They actually will like it, it. If you go too hard and you unfollow hundred people, it might trigger that limit where it says, "Hey, you can't unfollow anymore." Yeah, and you have a little strike on your account, and there's you a get strike. Re re reduce visibility. All of it. Yeah, there's a visibility meter. Yeah. More strikes. Can somebody from IG reach out to me and unstrike all my strikes, please? Probably. Like, geez, can yeah. I should we, not. We got a plug for that. You do? You got to hook me up because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I need to, because I've watched my reach. It's funny how like sometimes my reach is insane. I had one post recently go viral of Robert Kiyosaki on this podcast talking shit about Joe Biden. And he said something along the lines of, you know, I can't believe this guy Biden. What a crook. He's first thing he did was cancel the Keystone pipeline. And it was just a little one minute clip of Robert being Robert. I don't know what's going to go viral. I just post it, right? Mm -hmm. It were a little over 4 million views so far. And from that one viral reel, I gained about 22,000 followers so You can far. see that in the stats. Oh, yeah. Non-followers, yeah. 22,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's That's been insane. cool to watch. Like, it just spiked, and it just kept going and going. And even today, it's still kind of going. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's bringing in a lot of new followers. So you, um, never, you never know what's going to go viral. That's why you got to keep out consistently putting content. Yeah. So can you say some wild shit so I can post it and <laughs> be like, no mentor said this. Some wild it's shit. It's got to be, uh, you know, what I realized is if people aren't, if there's not enough feelings or energy behind getting somebody motivated enough to talk shit, it's probably not going to go viral. It You have to get the comments and the shares. Yeah. There's got to be something that someone says that's a little controversial that half the people will agree with. It's like talking about Democratic, Republican. Yeah. Or, you know, politics or anything controversial. Like, we don't even get into that on Main Inventor. Because when we did, we tested that out. We've posted something political. I think we lost 20,000 followers that day. <laughs> That's the last time you posted <laughs> something, something political? It was literally something about Trump. I, I remember one picture. Um, They put my face on... Instead of Trump's face, it was my face. And With there was the like, hair and everything? There, it was just sitting behind his desk, there was a, a button. There was like during the some oh, yeah. nuclear bombing My, my button's bigger than your button? Some, something something was going on with Korea about some bombing that they were threatening. And it, it was this picture that went viral, but they put my face on it. And I, I posted it and we lost so many followers from that. That was another post we lost. I, I got to remember because it was a funny post. That was it. You're done. You're okay. done with saying no, political. More political, yeah. Well, I mean, your your page is so niche. I understand why. It's just, what's the point? Fleischman, Dan Fleischman, is adamant about <clears throat> staying away from religion and politics yeah, when it comes exactly. to social media. Yep, he's correct. I'm an idiot. I just lean right in on both of those. <laughs> We're talking about COVID. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, whatever, whatever I'm feeling, I'm talking <laughs> shit. And it's funny too because I get people who, uh, who even today, I got I got a guy who, um, um basically let me know he was unfollowing me you know how they do that like i'm unfollowing yeah. you you're a fucking piece of shit and i'm and like you're in the comments like go fuck yourself well and i just you know i, I kill him with kindness 
You know, oh, I, I like you're kind about it. Oh, I'm always like over the top. I give them little kissy faces and send them eggplant Hi. emojis. <laughs> I miss you. Come back. Don't leave me. <laughs> like I know who these people are. Like, thanks for in the real world. Can you imagine being like, you barely know somebody and you're like, I'm not going to be your friend. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> cool. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. God so bless. Any other Peace hacks out. that are working? So the carousels are working big time right now. Yeah. I like that. I, I've been, I've been just focused mainly on reels. I mean, real, yeah, reels are still it. There's just not like they, the the CEO Brian Armstrong just came out, right? What's his name? No, that that's Coinbase. What's the CEO of uh, Instagram? I don't know. Uh, anyways, isn't it? It's not Mark Zuckerberg. No, <laughs> no not Instagram. Uh, he just came <laughs> out. He said they're they're not putting so much visibility on reels. They're going back to pictures. Ah, uh, because they over yeah they swung it. the pendulum towards yeah. reels. But it's not just pictures, it's the carousel pics that are really taking over right now. So if we, we don't even post one picture quote anymore. It just doesn't work. All right, there's your hack. I remember when we were doing shouts, what, what the guys would do, I would pay a little extra for this, is I would say, you're, you're gonna take another phone, you're gonna post my shout out, and then you're gonna go live from your other I phone, showing hack. my phone, <clears throat> showing the post and saying, everybody go spam this right now because back then comments on a post made the post hit the explore page. Yeah. There's always a hack. That's what I'm, that's what okay, I'm really so getting at. That, yeah, I remember doing that, like comment the word letter by letter for a follow back. And we'd break the algorithm by doing that because people would want one follow back, but they comment the word uh, hustle letter by letter h u s t l e and then they get interrupted and then again they try it again and you got hundreds of people commenting one letter at a time that breaks the algorithm that post will go viral that was one of the hacks or another hack was say hey go um you know f comment this word letter by letter here's a picture a video and i'm live going live and telling people to do the same thing not just in the caption but telling people live that was another hack um what is what was I getting with this the other hack? Um, I forgot where I was going. There's always a hack. And, and it's funny how it, it like runs its course for a little while and then all these IG guys smash it and then it stops working. All right. So now you've made billions of dollars from Instagram. And uh, where, where are you putting all your money? Like you've started a lot of other businesses. You've invested tons into crypto. You still doing crypto? I own zero crypto right now. Oh, all right. Good for you. What about you? Um, I had a bunch, I converted it all to Ethereum and Bitcoin, um, mm. from all these other random ass yeah. coins. I held that. See, I'm a pro. If you want to know if the crypto market's going to go up or down, just watch what I do. The opposite of it. Yes. <laughs> whatever is a, whatever I do, you know, the opposite's going to happen within a week of me selling or buying. Yeah. It's crazy. So I had a couple Bitcoin and a, just a ridiculous amount of Ethereum. And I'm like, you know what? I'm building this big ass house. I'm going to convert out. I bought a fish tank. I bought. All, I did all this stuff. By the way, love. And you sold it at what? When was the lowest? Six, you know, I don't even remember. It was like a few, few months ago. Yeah. Sold it. Sold it all. Got completely out, except for I held onto one Bitcoin because <laughs> I got. I just refused to sell the one Bitcoin. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've was I was made millions with crypto. I lost a million with crypto last year. You know, with all said and done, I made some money with crypto, but like, I feel that uh, we're still going to go down again before we go back up big time. And I'm waiting to buy back in. 
and I'll, I'm going to buy back in, but you know, maybe it's too late. Maybe I missed it at 16 grand a couple months ago. Well, you know, yeah, being in Miami, everybody's a fucking crypto expert here. Yeah. Just ask anybody. They're going to give you advice. I mean, I do some Forex too. I do some Forex, uh, automation stuff. I've got a, a lot of money tied up in that. That's, uh, pretty good returns. Um, investment wise, you know, I just, I do a couple of real estate deals a year. Nothing crazy. I actually just went into a deal with one of my buddies here in uh, Wynwood. I bought something for 400 and raised it 700. We're going to rent it out. And I don't really do that many deals, at least one or two a yeah, year. Yeah. You own some rental property and stuff. You yeah. did for a while. Yeah. Tread, my, my warehouse is Treadstone. I own those. Um, you know, it's, you know, I got a, $2 million in equity in those. And I bought them for 150000 15 years ago, maybe. <laughs> Dang it. That's always nice. That's crazy. Um, we got to get you into some of our big apartment deals. I think you'd, you, your money would feel real nice and warm and cozy in as in, in investing in some yeah, of Yeah, but what, what kind of returns? No, I mean, 1%. A year? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a month. Yeah, a, a day. Month. A, a day. month. A second. Give me 12, 1% a month. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, no. Um, Look, every deal is a little different. We're just really pushing into the apartment business. We're going to build our first apartment building here coming up. We made an offer on a on a, a, par a parcel of land, brought in a partner. He was actually on our podcast. His name is Jerome Maldonado. Mm -hmm. Do you ever meet Jerome? I've heard of it. but Good dude. If you guys are listening to this, haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. He is a expert real estate investor and builder. And this is why we're partnering with him because whenever you do multifamily, you can't just like roll into any bank, even with my experience and my credibility and my cash. I couldn't just roll into a bank and be like, hey, will you give me a loan to go build this 225 unit apartment building? They're going to say, what experience do you have building apartments? Like, cool, you know, single family. But even if I own an apartment building, a 80 unit apartment building, you're still going to say, you need a sponsor. You want to build. Well, yeah, you need if you a want sponsor. A, you need a sponsor. You need somebody with more credibility for us to feel comfortable that the project will get completed. That's their biggest concern. Will it get completed? And so, for us, we're just we we know what we know and we know what we don't know. And so, we're going to partner with Jerome. He's kind of our mentor in this build. And then, if I was going to buy an apartment complex that already was in existence and then value add it, I would partner with Vina Jetty who's another one of our podcast guests. And if you haven't listened to her episode, she breaks down step-by-step step how she thinks about owning and scaling her apartment empire. She owns about 900 million worth of apartments. Um, Jerome has 1,000 doors completed, another 600 in production as a builder. So two different models. And uh, we're, we're testing out both. So I went in on one of Vina Jetty's 200. She, she had a 298 unit apartment deal that we put a bunch of money into um, in Georgia. I bought an 81 unit and now we're going to build our first from the ground up with Jerome. I'm kind of done with the single family game. It's too risky right now. It's, I mean, we're still doing it. Still if, like, I mean, you still like the, the duplexes and the fourplexes. No, I love, I love anything that's multiple doors. Yeah. I love Airbnbs, love Airbnbs. We're killing it on the Airbnb. I, I just got a report yesterday that every single one of my Airbnbs is at capacity right now. Yeah. And some of our properties, like um, my house in Vegas, I have a luxury Airbnb in Vegas, 50-yard line of the strip. Um, that one's making like 30 Gs a month in in pure cash flow right now, just one one property. Cost me 
10, brings in 40. Wow. So I make 30 days in, in cash flow. Yeah, I used to run a couple of Airbnbs during COVID. It was a bad time during COVID. <laughs> and we got we got hit with so many fines. And uh, when I had a, the Cutler Bay House, no, the Palmetto Bay House. You know, that was a house we started Airbnb for a couple of years. And then COVID hit. And people, you know, everybody went up. Everybody wanted a house. Everybody wanted to move out of the city into these houses. So we were killing it. But then the city ordinances came out and they're like all the parties. We've actually had four rap videos shot there. Actually, no, two or three rap videos shot there. It was crazy. And they and they slapped you around? Yeah, just for, for years, just fine after fine after fine. After, <laughs> after a while, I was like, you know, this isn't worth it. I sold the house. That was you know, the first mistake I ever made in my life was buying that house all cash. We made a lot of money Airbnb. The second mistake I ever made was selling it too soon because mm. I lost a million bucks and because the house value just shot up. If I would have waited a couple more years to sell it. Bro, you want to hear a great story? This is this is Cody Sperber at his finest. It's 2019. I am watching what's happening over in China. I'm 99% sure that the world's about to shut down because a fucking tent goes up in China and they put a, you know, a hospital in a tent shut down the entire city. I said, no flipping way, China is gonna shut down a city. Like they're the most gangsters in the world. Like they're not, they do whatever the hell they want. Why would they shut down the entire city? How, how is it that bad? I think about it and I'm like, dude, in 2008, when the mortgage meltdown happened, I made a fortune. I'm gonna time this perfectly and I'm gonna crush it. I go to dinner with, at the time, my mother-in-law and Shannon and the kids, and we're all sitting there at dinner. And out of nowhere, I just look up and say, I'm selling everything. And they went, what are you talking about? I said, I'm selling the commercial buildings. I'm selling all the houses. I'm selling my, my Lambo, my Porsche, my roll. I'm selling everything. I'm out. Why? I thought I was timing the market perfectly. Because of the, the, I saw I, my, my crystal ball said, if China's going to shut down, the rest of the world's going to shut down. And when it does, real estate's going to crash. It's going to be the most spectacular crash in human history. I'm going to be cash heavy and I'm going to buy up everything and, and I'm going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. I list my commercial building, sell it. I still made like, whatever, 900 grand on the building. All my real estate sold. My personal residence sold. Damn. Cars sold. Everything. This is what year? 2019. I was at the time, the cost of being Cody Sperber was probably 80 G's a month. Yeah, I'm around 50. It was, huh? I'm around 50. It was, yeah, Yeah. it's a lot, dude. And, and. Cost of living is crazy. I was, it was just so much. I dropped it to about seven. Seven? Mm -hmm. How the that Dude, didn't cost, I had nothing. I had nothing. What did I? Can't even afford dinner. No, no, no. no. We <laughs> we moved into a little rental property. Oh my gosh! I was never happier, dude. I was so happy. It so felt you're sitting like on boatloads of cash. I I had insane amount of cash. Well, you're renting. You went moved into a little rental, little tiny rental. What? And the rental backed a main street and sighted a main street. So you, like what I happened didn't to the big care. house in Arizona? Sold it all. Sold everything. Where are you I, at now? A big ass house in Arizona. Like, no, 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 no. Like, don't get <laughs> well, me wrong. The I story this, ended, I missed this phase. The story ended pretty nice. But like, look, I sold it all. 
And I, it was like I was released from luxury prison for the first time since I built the prison. Did you ever tell this story? I don't know. Probably not. From the first time since I built everything, I felt free. It was the most freeing feeling because we, we allow our significant other or just what you see on Instagram and you want these nice things. You want to ball out. You want to have nice things. But then you wake up and you have them and you're suffocating because it's you can't get out. It's not easy to get out from these things. And the fact that I sold it all was just that my wife was pissed. Her mother-in-law looked at me oh and said, you're God. a fucking idiot. Oh Everybody was telling me I'm wrong. There's no way America's shutting down. And I did it anyway. And I looked at Shannon at the time. I said, you have to make, um, you have to trust me. This works. We'll never, ever, ever have to work again in our lives. Like I'm going to have, I'm going to turn millions and millions of dollars in cash into a hundred plus million dollars. Like it's game time. I sell everything. We move, we simplify. I'm happy as can be. And all of the fucking real estate went up. Oh, it went up. Everything went up. Oh, fuck. I thought it was going to crash and the whole fucking ecosystem oh. spazzed. And because I didn't think about the one thing, which is supply and demand, I didn't understand. My prediction came true. moved out of the city and wanted Well, think about family. looking back now, it makes sense. But in the moment, I was just, yeah. I was anticipating, okay, the world shuts down. People stop working. The economy crashes. Mm -hmm. People fire, everything, sell their shit. Everything, everything plummets. I didn't understand. Demand was going up, 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 but all we did was shut off supply, which caused the prices to skyrocket. And because people were moving out of the city, moving to the suburbs, and nobody wanted to move. Was the that main was, catalyst. was was stabilized. Like older people, they were like not even leaving their houses. There was no inventory. And so I'm on the sidelines with all this cash. Well, there's inventory in condo buildings, right? The, like, I, I, at the time, I was just pissed because it was like, damn it. I know. That's when I sold my house too. I timed it wrong. I, I lost a million bucks just by not waiting two years. My commercial building went up by over another million dollars. All of my, my personal residence went up by a million dollars. All of the things I sold. My Lambo. I took a $100,000 loss on this. Uh, and Percon, the luxury Percomonte. prices on cars and went up. And the fucking car went up by oh 50, 60 Gs. I lost sucks. 100 grand on it. I paid 350 for the car. I think I sold it for 300. Now they're selling for 400 all of a sudden. I was yeah. so Damn. fucking pissed. What but I was also happy because I was out of prison. And I bought the luxury back Luxury prison. Yeah, I bought back in over the next like, year I bought back in and did really well, right? Really well, like made up all the lost ground. But if I would have, if, if I would have timed that right, and this is the thing with investing, you never know. Yeah, There's no, you don't know what's going to go up or down. You never want to I mean, be You would guy. think that everything would plummet, recession, but that maybe the recession isn't here, happened yet. Oh, it's about to happen. I said, I think so too. Oh, it's about to happen. Yeah. yeah. So here's my challenge though. I bought back in, we started building like crazy because there's now a supply imbalance. We, we're providing a great product. I have 23 houses going right now. They're all two and a half to three and a half million dollar spec builds. 23 of them Damn. going out of the 23, seven of them are luxury Airbnbs. The rest of them are specs that we're selling. I'm floating over $40 million. I have to get these to the finish line. See, builders go bust in bad times. They boom in good times. They go bust in bad times. 
when interest rates go to so now you're a little eight percent yeah now i'm scared. fucking nervous because yeah. i'm like geez i'm like all in on these houses yeah. now thank god i have multiple streams of income i own tons of rental real estate tons of airbnbs education companies software companies data companies you know masterminds all this other sh stuff that i parlayed cash into or my brand into yeah, your personal brand yeah and by the way i wouldn't have any of this. this is why i said you're the biggest needle mover to me my partners in my masterminds, 100 million mastermind experience in Avengers, I met through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Getting that blue check was a game changer. Now they're selling it. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Are people actually getting a real tick yeah. that's the same color? Yeah. Don't you think it should be like yellow or some other color? I think it should be gray like Facebook did. It's blue. <sighs> you can't even tell the difference. That's messed up. A lot of, lot of blue checks popping I'm, up in the real yeah, estate I'm, guru's face. I'm pissed, yeah. I mean, but if you Google their name, does anything still come up? These mm -hmm. blue checks, people? Here's my thoughts on buying verification. $12 a You're a good shit. dude. If, you're, if you really have good intentions and you're an expert at what you do and you're putting in the work to build your personal brand, I have no problem saying this is my authentic account. Please don't steal it. Yeah. I think they mainly do it for the authenticity of the accounts because there's so many people scamming right now creating fake pages that pretend to be you that say jason stone dot underscore stone or something like that and then they're scamming other people have you tried have you have you had this experience where you reach out to instagram say this is a fake account and then they review it and say yeah. sorry we're not gonna take um, that account down i don't know if they ever take it down because it's hard to check but when i, when I report accounts 99 percent of the time they're going down if it's a copy of me. Yeah. I've had it happen a handful of times where they tell me no. Hmm. And I'm like, That's they're weird. scamming Bitcoin yeah. out of people pretending they're me. I'm verified. So, did and, you get an email? Because I never get anything. No. What it is, is when you log into your IG where it says oh. your account's been updated, your review has been updated, and you click on it, and it says, based on our reviews, this account mm. doesn't violate our terms of service. Wow. That's it. Yeah. And you're like... And it recommends for you to block them. And you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna no dipshit. Like, what automated broken system is this? For real. But anyways, yeah, I timed it wrong. And uh, well, you're, you're, you're sailing now. On the other end of that, got to bring it all it, to the finish line. Is if once, this is why I'm moving to multifamily. There's a huge shortage of affordable housing. There's still a uh, an imbalance of supply and demand. The problem that we're seeing out there right now is when interest rates go from 3% to 8%, the middle class and poor people cannot afford housing. Mm. It's a dramatic difference per month on what you can afford. And you're unfortunately- you get, get less people buying houses, more people renting, and better for us. You would think, but the, but you know, it, it's market by market, but you know, prices shot up so drastically and rents shot up so drastically. Especially in Miami, doubled. It's crazy. And people can't afford rents. Yeah. So now what's happening is the opposite is happening. Prices are lowering and rents are starting to lower. Not in every city, but like in Arizona, lots of places rents are starting to go down really? a little bit. Because landlords aren't getting their places filled fast enough. So they're lowering their prices. It's almost like a double barrel crash or a double barrel indication that bad things are happening just look at the and when, when you understand what what the average american that makes let's call it 65 grand a year 
they're only bringing home after taxes, paying 25% taxes, like 34, 3,500 a month. Yeah. If your rent or your mortgage is 1,500, two grand, you're kind of surviving. The second your mortgage or rent goes to 2,700, 2,500, because uh, like uh, take a mortgage, a $2,000 mortgage, is much different than a $3,500 mortgage. Well, if you take 4% interest rates versus 8% interest rates, it'll swing like that. Jeez. And if you have no after-tax income left over because you paid all in a house, you're not going to buy that house. Yeah. So right away, it doesn't pencil anymore. So they moved to rentals. And I remember when it was cheaper to rent than get a mortgage. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, now, it's, now it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's definitely a renter's game. Yeah, it's close. I don't know. Where do you think things are going? Think the economy is going to crash? I don't think it's going to crash, crash. But like, I don't. I, it's hard to tell. I, I, I want it to because I'm stacking cash to buy, you know, but we don't want it to. It's like a double-edged sword. You don't want people to get hurt, but you want deals. Yeah, I want to get, I want to be able to buy. I want to buy my, thing is I messed up when I, we moved to the 1000 Museum. It's the most luxurious building in all of Miami. We rented that we were the one of the first people to move in there. We got really good rental rates and stayed there for two years. Um, our landlord's like, hey, we're selling. You know, we got to move out. There was nothing available in that building. Had to move out. It sucked. I plan on moving back and I want to move back, but I want to buy. I, I messed up one of the biggest mistakes. Another big mistake is not buying at the 1000 Museum. I could have bought for $5 million. They're worth eight nine now. Mm. I'm so mad. And it's like, that's, that's our goal. That's our goal. Let's get back to that building. And I want the prices to drop. I want the luxury market in Miami to drop so I can go buy. So now you're living like a bum in a $3 million building, $3 yeah. million house. <laughs> it's God, like, life is rough. It's, yeah, it's a nice little brickle <laughs> townhouse. Well, it's actually a house, brickle. You ever think you'll leave Miami? No, I love Miami. Why? Just, just, it's like a very nice, compact, cool city vibe, sun, palm trees, always warm. I grew up in Ohio, snow five months out of the year, cold. I'm never going back to that. Even though I love the snowboard, we go take Jane on a snowboarding trip once a year, but not to live. You're over that. You're too tan to go back to Ohio. Yeah. You'd stand out. I'd be pale and pasty. Yeah. <laughs> what advice would you give for young entrepreneurs that are, that are coming up and gunning right now? We covered per, build a personal brand. So obviously, hire Jason Stone. Get your game on. I would say you got you guys got to learn a skill. Number one, you got to learn a skill, and you got to test and try different things. You got to get out there. You got to at the end of the day, like you either go to college or you can learn a high income skill, and then. You know, you, you, you maybe want to do e-com or do Amazon FBA or do YouTube. Like you have to know, like you're going to go to get into something that you might not like, that you're going to have to make some money. You know, it might not be, you might not have the fortune to be, uh, turn your hobby and your passion into a business like I was back in the day. So my advice to get out is to get out there and try new things, test, tune, and you're going to go through this uh, circle uh, of, uh, emotional cycles of change you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be like oh if he does that i could do it it's like the entrepreneur syndrome if you see somebody doing it you should say to yourself that i could do it too 
then you realize it's too hard. <laughs> you, you quit and you start back to square one. You try something else. You're going to go through these emotional cycles of change and it's going to be hard. You're going to have to pick something and double down and focus. At the end of the day, like the richest people in the world, they've done one thing, one thing really good. So become an expert, focus on one thing. It might not be the thing you like, but it's, it's just, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see the light at the end of the tunnel. You gotta put the blinders on and just go all in, fail, 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 and learn from your mistakes. And you'll, you know, you'll reach the light at the end of the tunnel. If you just keep on. Don't quit. Yeah. Don't quit. Most people are pussies. Most people quit. They're going to quit. Yeah. Most They'll people. bow out. Cause it's too hard. No, people don't like change. People don't like hard, but there's money to be made in the niches. Learn a skill and just go all in. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I, you watch people, they jump from vehicle to vehicle so easily nowadays. There's so much noise out there. Shiny. Shiny objects. Object syndrome, yeah. yeah. You know, that's why, that's why, you know, in real estate, I tell people like when they're hiring me to like mentor them or something I'm like, dude, the, the check you're cutting right now is not guaranteeing you any success. I'm not going to go build this business for you. I'll do it with you, but I'm not going to do it for you. Yeah. You know, and, and people, especially in real estate, they, they don't really love real estate. They just want money. Yeah. You know, and then you're, they're using real estate as a vehicle and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you can attach your goal of becoming successful in real estate with a strong enough why, because it's not the money. Yeah. We learned, we, we learned that in, you know, in network marketing is like, always go back to your why. Well, there's, I mean, there's a reason people say that is because, you know, if you really think about it, I'm broke. It's a pretty big driver to like get my bills paid and survive. Yeah. But is it a big enough driver to like, it took me 14 months to do my first deal. Most people don't have it in them to go 14 months with everybody talking shit, especially nowadays on social media, everybody giving you their opinion, buying $30,000 worth of courses, flying all over the country, going to 15 different real estate seminars, buying every book and tape and course. <laughs> Nothing was working. I was completely overwhelmed. My parents are sitting me down telling me I'm making the biggest mistake of my life. My girl is telling me, go get a fucking job. This is ridiculous at this point. I'm you know, eight, nine months in. Real estate agents are sabotaging deals. Other wholesalers are sabotaging deals. People are cut you know, cutthroat and ruthless because there's big money involved in real estate. I'm young. I have no business experience. I'm, you know, I, I, I don't have any resources. Would you stay the course for eight, nine, 10, 12, 13, 14 months? When, when do you bow out? Well, that's like your, that's like your college degree. College it takes four years to get a college degree. You did it in 14 months. That's yeah. See, <laughs> that's your mindset. That's why you're a winner though. Yeah. You got the mindset of like, look, whatever it takes. You got it. You got to say yeah. the core if you want it. But for me, I just kept saying to myself, this isn't about the money. I never got into real estate to make millions of dollars like that. I knew it you would know, happen. A, you know, it's a byproduct. It's just something you liked. Right? I, I happen to be a weird one that likes real estate. Not everybody needs to. My thing was control. I would do anything to be a successful entrepreneur and control my time. Control. Yeah. I hated the thought and idea of working for somebody else for the rest of my life. Well, I have an aha moment during my college years when I had to go to college. I didn't have to go to college. Well, I did. My parents were like, what do you want to do? You're going to college. Mechanical engineering. Okay, boom, go. 
there was third some the third year I had to do a, a co-op job in school and actually had instead of going classes I drove to a job and I remember having this big baggy suit on ugly I look at pictures now I'm like oh my gosh the suit was like two sizes too big big suit pants and I go work in an office but I had to drive 45 minutes in the rat race downtown every day sitting there driving rush hour traffic on the way back wasting an hour and a half of my life every day with my cassette player not even cds yet <laughs> anyways that that was the time i was like there's got to be a better way there's I, I i do not want to get a job when i get out of college this sucks it's like i'm gonna work my this, ass having college just to sit this in traffic. Sucks. <laughs> so then that's when i figured out i you know i had this hobby of mine i'm like i need to start a business i need to start making money so when i get out of college i don't have to go get a job and that's when I started Treadstone Performance, started selling stuff on eBay. There was no Amazon back then. And I was, I, I grew, grew my eBay to a million dollar business in my parents' basement. Self-taught. Yeah. Just tinkering around. I'm like, if, if I can buy these, if I need to buy these parts for my car, other people need to buy them too. I started sourcing wholesale, sourcing wholesale manufacturers. I started importing from China. And I had to have, uh, you know, in the snow, I had the FedEx drivers drive up my driveway and pick up packages in the snow. I'd be delivering packages. I've had my friends come over, package, package. And, and you know, that that was the aha moment. It was like, I, you know, in my car, this is not going to be my life. I need to be it. in control. I think everybody needs one of those moments because not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. And a lot of people, they see guys like you on social media. They're like, oh, I want to, I want to control my time. And then they get into the business, realize it's much harder than it you think it is. It takes an insane amount of dedication and consistency. And then they jump from vehicle to vehicle or quit way too early. And that's the lesson I wanted to leave everybody with is, are, are do you want it bad enough? Really comes down to why are you doing it and who are you doing it for? Because if you're just doing it for the money, it's not a big enough driver. At some point, somebody will fuck you over. Something bad will happen. You'll, you'll bow out or change directions. Yeah. But for me, I did it because of something other than the money. And then once I had kids, dude, you'd, you'd blast through a sniper shooting at you and a burning, break into a burning building to save your kids. But you wouldn't do that if there was a sack of money in the burning building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at some point you're going to be like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, look, you got, you get an opportunity. We're going to end strong here. You get an opportunity to go back to your 13 year old self impart some wisdom to that 13 year old hmm. what are you going to tell yourself what do i tell my 13 year old self i leave a good one here well i just feel like i mean you're too good looking dude you probably had like an awesome high school and childhood and all that shit and girls liked you i was ugly back then i don't believe you you're full of shit you're so full of shit. You should see my pictures. Well, what? Anyways, <laughs> I don't hear that crap. Uh, I was not a popular kid in high school. Um, what do I tell my? I, I would say, believe in yourself. Believe and be confident. Like I wasn't a confident kid. Like you need to teach yourself confidence, and you need to teach yourself self worth and self-care if you care for yourself um you know just do things for you don't you know get up in the morning have a good workout have a good morning routine read journal meditate um 
having a self-care routine is something I, I definitely tell people to have. And like, if I were to go back in, in high school or college, if I would have known about personal development back then, I would have been a lot better off. I think is that, that how your day routine right now is? Like, you, I mean, obviously you work out and all that stuff, but are you actually journaling? And no, I don't journal anymore. I mean, yeah, I meditate, be great, grateful, prayer, gratitude. Gratitude is everything. Just be thankful for what you have now because you're not going to get anything else if you're not thankful for what you have now. If you don't appreciate things that you have, you're never going to get more of what you want. Mm, there's truth in that. I, every day, first thoughts out of my mind are always grateful thoughts. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I go through like a whole roll call of everything I'm grateful for. I think it's important. It changes your state. Yeah. yeah. Attitude of gratitude. Yeah. And think big, guys. People think too small. You got to start thinking big. I know Grant Cardone says this all the time, but when you're young and you're impressionable, if you just keep your mind on the money and mind on business instead of girls, bar, club, fun activities, the more you sacrifice in your younger years, the more you're going to be fruitful in your older years. The compound effect. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of truth. In so that. think big. Yeah. Make that money. I still went to Thailand and tore it up. <laughs> Tijuana. Have fun. I, I have some kids in Thailand for sure. And, and <laughs> Tijuana. I'm not, I'm just going to say that. Oh my if, God. if you look like me, uh, probably a good chance that it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, appreciate you coming out, dude. We, we, what was the name of your advertising agency again? ProfileAgency.com. Send us a message. Mention Cody. Yeah, make sure. I'm trying to earn some free shout outs right now. So, like, don't be giving this dude any more money without making sure you <laughs> drop my name. Yeah. I know. But it's, it is important for you to, to grow your Instagram account. I think, you know. Yeah, we hope you would create your content. We hope build your personal brand. We can get you on podcasts, we can get you on uh, stages. We can get you the, the shout outs, obviously. And uh, the main thing is really helping people create that content too. People struggle. Like we could set a videographer to your page place. We can, we can run our own podcast for you guys in this studio right here that we're renting yeah. here in Miami that you could chop it up. And I mean, how many pieces of content we're going to get from this podcast? We're going to get a ton. Look, here's the thing that I love about podcasts and YouTube, specifically those two platforms versus like an IG. IG is micro content. They're scrolling. They're looking at yeah, tons seconds. of content. And they follow and unfollow you real easy on IG. I get followed and unfollowed by the same yeah. accounts like all the time <laughs> over trying the to years. Get your attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, YouTube... They go down this rabbit hole. Podcasting, they go down this rabbit hole where once they devour one piece of content, if they like it, they go back and they watch all your old stuff. And because it's long form content, even if it, they start off on a short and then they eventually make it on your main page, you, the, you, the, your credibility is instantaneous. With it. Yeah. yeah. And then they're, they're in like Flynn. They're buying anything. You yeah. Use, they you rarely sell. unsubscribe from a oh, podcast no. or a YouTube channel. So, yeah. uh, I, this the way we do this podcast, and this is the whole machine. And you, we're going to create this. This is about an hour or whatever. Then we're going to spin it into about 15 different reels and shorts. We're going to post those on every single platform out there. Even Facebook? Even Facebook. Yep, you're going to get tons. Then we're going to take the one hour, create about 14, 15 shorts, like one-minute clips. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to create about seven five-minute clips. 
right? And the best five-minute clips or mashups of different things that we talked about. And so we're going to post the main one, and then we're going to post the five-minute clips on the main page. Then the What page? Like on YouTube. So like this is going to hit YouTube. So five-minute so Every Wednesday, first? I drop a podcast. So it's going to hit. that The whole episode will air. Okay. At the same time, I'm going to hand you your 14 short clips. Drive traffic Hopefully to the YouTube. you post them on your yeah. 10 million follower account. Um, and by the way, here's a great tip for anybody uh, trying to launch their podcast. And maybe you don't have the credibility of Cody Sperber where I can call you and just say, hey, come to my podcast. Um, go to Amazon and look at the bestseller section, new books launching. Whenever you have a new author, they are in promotion mode. Mm -hmm. And if you want somebody to come on your podcast and you need content by experts, just reach out to them through IG, through DMs. That's a good idea. And this is why having a personal brand is so important. When I reach out to somebody on IG, they're going to respond because I'm a blue check, got a million followers. They're like, oh, this guy's content's being engaged with. Let's go. Um, and uh, uh, I reach out to these authors and just say, hey, I have a podcast. Would love to have you on. Promote your new book. Yeah. Great way to get new new content on your awesome. but, but but then now we're gonna syndicate all this content all over the damn place. So you put the hour long video and then when do you post the five minute ones? Oh, oh literally like seven hours later. Oh, okay. We start the short, shorter content because you just never know how much time somebody has. And if they watch one of the shorter clips, because the algorithm treats every clip unique. Yeah. Right. And so then maybe that catches their attention. They get dro drove to the longer clip. Or off of YouTube over to subscribe on Spotify. So it pretty much goes out all the same day. Well, Shorts, over minutes. the next week. I have one week to hammer your episode. Gotcha. Then here's another hack. After I do, so I'll do you all, like right now, this week I'm doing uh, Josh Snow. Okay. You're next week, right? And then I'm doing the Mark Victor Hansen Chicken Soup for the Soul dude. You know, he sold 500 million books. Damn. The only other book sold more than him is the Bible. What? Yeah, crazy. What's so, the book called? Chicken soup. Chicken soup for the soul. Heard of it, but I guess yeah, I got to read it now. Yeah. It's old school shit. But anyway, I, I, I mean, that's his claim to fame. 500 million bucks. So I'll hammer it for a week. Then let's say a year goes by or six months goes by. Now I'll take your clip, Josh Snow's clip, Vina Jetty's clip, Pace Morby's clip, people I've interviewed in the past, and I'll create mashup clips. So now I'm spinning content from old content. And here's what's funny. After about a year or two, just like IG, have you ever reposted old content on IG? Podcasts can get reposted too. Mm -hmm. You know, a year or two later, it's like yeah. people have never seen it because it's not like they watch every single episode. Gotcha. And then from the mashup clips, I'll take that and I'll stream it. I'm, I'm now going to start streaming it out as a podcast. So any content that is video content, the audio can be stripped and streamed out as a podcast. Yeah. Dude, it's the game. Content creation content is king, bro. Yeah. That's why they need you. Yeah. That's why they need we they do. need to hear this kind of shit so that way they start gunning. Yeah. Right. And it, it's easier now than ever with Chat GPT and apps like Big View, B I G V U. I never heard that one. Yeah, it's a teleprompter app. Oh. It's just you literally go into Chat GPT, write me a one minute script on being a real estate expert in Miami. Right. Just <laughs> uh, Chat GTP is so powerful. It's so sick. But then you take that clean it up a little bit, import it into Big View, hit record, read the damn script, yeah. learn how to read from a teleprompter without looking like you're reading, hit add captions, auto captions, AI generated auto captions, export post. Boom. 
Boom, baby. No excuses. Build that. Brand. No excuses to be putting out that content, guys. Millionaire mentor. Millionaire. You want to get exposure, attention. Yeah. Content is where it's at. Uh, that's right. All right. So it's at millionaire underscore mentor. Yes. Underscore. One, one underscore because my personal Jason double underscore stone. Why you got to be complicated? I don't know. That's all that was available back then. That's weird, dude. I never really tried to get the actual Jason. Stone. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't care. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter at this point. All right. So millionaire mentor, go follow him. Jason, thank you for being on the show. Um, last question, just to leave them. How do you make your money matter? Ah, uh, making your money matter. Well, you got to do something good in the world. You got to do, you got to give back. Like it all comes in, but what are you doing to give back? So whether you're going to do something for charity or you're going to do something on Thanksgiving, um, or whether you're going to tip your waitress, whether you're going to give to the homeless when you're driving by, just give back, give back, do a good deed on a daily basis. I tell myself, what is the good deed that I did for the day? Whether it's letting someone come in front of me on the street or opening the door for somebody or saying please and thank you. Just do your good deeds. You know, we give back. We started, uh, me and my wife um, started feeding the homeless on Thanksgiving. We, we'd pack this brown paper bag up. Um, I forgot who started this. This was in California. They were doing it out there. We started collabing. Anyways, we pack a, a, a toiletries in a lunch. So you got a toilet trees and maybe this will turn into a backpack or like Dan Fleshman does. He does the backpack stuff. Yeah. So we, you know, I started uh, a 501c nonprofit and you know, that's, that, that's, that'll grow with us and you never know what it could turn into charity. I don't know, but just get back. Yeah. All right. Well, it's important, dude. Yeah. Weave it in. Let's make an impact. All right. I want to see your, your giving game stepping up too. I know we did. We got it. We you need to give Cody's Prover some money. <laughs> Give me game. That's what you need. All right. Give Cody some money. All right, guys. That's all we have for you on this episode. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you share this with a friend. We don't do advertising on the Clever Investor Show. So if you got some value from this, you learned some things, definitely pay it forward by just forwarding this on to another friend or somebody that uh, would enjoy this type of content. And of course, we always appreciate all the amazing reviews we've been getting. Uh, We're getting a ton of five-star reviews, Jason. I need to see... Uh, you uh, out there. I'll leave you a review. Yeah, come on. Leave me a review, bro. Give me a review. I should be leaving you a review. You're you're, you're a badass. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's all we have for you on this one. Until next time, we're out of here. Take care. Comb your hair. Peace. Hey, thanks for being a subscriber of the Clever Investor Show. As a thank you gift, we wanted to give you something that we know is gonna help you get started as a creative real estate investor. It's our real estate success kit and it's completely free. Just go to www.reisuccesskit.com to customize your kit, but essentially it's a collection of 15 training tools designed to help you get results quickly as a creative real estate investor. From systems to lead generation, to finding cash buyers, to creative ways to close deals and get paid. Your free REI success kit is just a few clicks away. Once again, the website's www.reisuccesskit.com.